This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. Uh, bunch of tunnels, bunch of maps, bunch of good buddies having a good time. Yeah. The heroes gamble on a dangerous way forward. Oh, jeez. Uh, Keep going. Yes. He's going to st- stealthily, like, you know, lean a leg out. Another one, and then start climbing down as quietly as possible, finding the grooves. I'm going to take this time time to help Joe out and prepare his next character. (laughs) But with every risk, if in about an hour I don't come back, you come and find me. You come and find me. Come and get me. Get me out of here. Comes the hope of reward. So here's the thing. I think clearly seems like we're getting closer to our final objective. The adventure continues. This is crazy. This is absolutely crazy and the reason why we play. Now. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 237 of the Glass Cannon Podcast. My name's Skid Maher, and uh, I just want to tell everybody that we, oh man, we had such an amazing time in Philadelphia, the nation's first capital. We at uh, PAX Unplugged, uh, we did our two shows. We did the main stage show with Jason Bullman and Eric Mona of Paizo. That's uh that went very well, and then we did our uh, Strange Eon show at Underground Arts. That was a blast, too. Thank you to everyone who came out. Uh, that was so fun. Uh, Joe's family was there. It was amazing. And tons of new merch. We had uh, we had hoodies. We had uh, uh, Tom Exposition koozies. Had new hats with the new logo. It's so, so cool. And the poster from the Philly show, I think, is one of our best, one, best ones yet. Uh, but you know what I'm... Equally excited for is this newest episode of the Glass Cannon Podcast, episode 237. I can't believe I'm going to do this. I can't believe I'm going to waste quality airtime with a recipe from a man who is known to eat nothing but twigs. (laughs) Oh, yeah, baby. (laughs) Every restaurant we go to. I forgot. Can I? You guys got chicken palm? I'll just order off the kids' menu. <laughs> Your crayons are drawing the. We, the you guys got some crowns? I want we to finish Boston, this maze on the map. When we were in Boston, Troy picked out a great restaurant for us all to go to, and then somehow, after spending 15 minutes with Joe, our reservation got canceled. And we had <laughs> had lunch at a shitty sports bar. That Joe place sucks. He did, it was so bad. He did pull the uh, the wool over my eyes on that one. We were going to go to Island Creek Oyster House. We were really fired up oh about it. Oh my god! And, uh, he was like, "Why don't we just get this place? Got burgers and grilled cheese here. <laughs> see <if> this. <laughs> Football. Hey, hey. Football and chicken parm. <laughs> it was just an obs- I'm not even going to get into it. You guys, you're such fools. God, that food was so he bad. Sends, uh, Troy sends out emails that are like 12:30. We'll meet at the bar. And then, uh, was it like one thirty or 2 o'clock we have these reservations? And it's just, that, why go to that bar? You're not going to have any good. time. Why not you just go, go across to town to this other place? 
Well, nobody said that. I'm the one that said, why don't we just stay at the oh, bar? Oh, that's why he canceled the trip to the oyster place? Yeah, it was Joe. Because of you? It was all O'Brien. Yeah, we had, we had that, we <laughs> he that was, shitty he was totally like, he was like, I got to go work at this bar. I was like, we're, you know, we're going to be there 30 minutes, then we have to leave to make this reservation. The, and he's like, yeah, you're right. We might as well just stay at the bar. The, yeah, o- mind trip. the only thing lower than the quality <laughs> of the food at that place was the esprit de corps of the staff. They were not <laughs> happy. Uh, we have to. Okay, so what's the name of that place? I don't want to shit on But it is. I love that place. It is. It is terrible. The main, the main selling point of that place is its proximity to Fenway Park. Right. I will have to say. <laughs> yeah, the service was a bit chilly. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't great. It was a bit cold. Let me ask you this, Joe. Do you think? Do you fa- Do you do you think in your mind that you're a man with a distinguished palate? Yes, I do. Do you know? <laughs> do you know that no one else thinks you have that? I don't know why you think that. But I was thinking uh, to myself, like, I think Joe thinks he has. He's a really like has a real cultured tongue. Well, the, I the mean, the number of things I've seen you literally like cower in fear from <laughs> at a restaurant <laughs> suggests otherwise. I just, literally, uh, what's on that like, bread? Oh. What, are they, what, are, what is that on the bread? I love watching Joe's face when he tries something new. Like when I ordered the gooey duck up in. Uh, oh, uh, that, was, I, I, that was the like, sashimi. The sashimi guy was a show unto itself. Yeah. It looks like the apes at the beginning of 2001. <laughs> <laughs> Start smashing the plate. <laughs> just, just a fear, bemusement. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. But I mean, I eat more. You know, I try things. You're I just, trying. You're getting better. But I just don't like to have like I don't like to risk not liking my meal. That's that's the concern. I'll try your weird shit as long as I have a burger in front of me that I, yeah. I know I'm gonna like. Yeah, but you were on a good track. Boston was a step in the wrong direction. Yeah, it was, yeah. A, it was a regression. Oh, I loved that Oyster House. We had a great meal there. We did have a great meal there. Uh, but that's like a dinner, man. We were gonna have at lunchtime. We can't enjoy ourselves. We have a show right after. Like I want to sit there for a couple hours. When I'm couple cocktails it relax is, it isn't an ideal situation to enjoy meals like before a show yeah because i feel i feel super nervous right and yeah i can't just like i can't relish a meal under those circumstances <laughs> yeah and this place is like dimly lit like really good menu it's it's a perfect place to go for like a you know saturday night out not necessarily for a two o'clock on a sunday well next time we'll, we'll eat there the the night before the show and then we'll, yes there you go. we'll get we'll get McDonald's. that's what i'm McDonald's talking about for you on the way to the show. <laughs> uh, so please i i i, I would love for you to regale us with the spaghetti oh. and meatballs from the can recipe. Oh, dare I say, I think, I think this is going to blow people away to the level <laughs> of the Mississippi. You're out of your rest. mind. I'm telling you, dude. It's by a little chef known as Chef Boyardee. <laughs> people don't know this. He's shit. Italian. They don't know. I think and, he's got a show. And this is perfect because it's the holiday season. It is a it's an O'Brien family holiday tradition. Oh boy. And I'm, I'm going to flip the script a little bit here. Potatoes. Not have you make a whole big meal. It's it's a dip. Oh, it's a dip. You got something fun. you want to bring to a party? Wait until you. Is this you... the dip that I know? Oh yeah. Oh. Okay. oh wait. So is this the recipe? Wait, you just open good. up the packet and sprinkle it into some sour cream. Yep. <laughs> but I mean, with a few. <laughs> I was joking. With a few really surprises. This I told good. you. See, the thing about the Mississippi pot roast was how easy it was to say what's in it, how easy it was to make, and how delicious it is. This is right in line with that, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to sound gross, but uh, give me a minute. <laughs> I give you corned beef dip. <laughs> oh, don't give me God. that. I'm no. telling you. I, I have want this. I it's have this. it's great. Beef. It is fucking great. Here we go. So simple. One cup mayo, mm-hmm. one cup sour cream. Mm. Equal oh parts. Boom. Talking about health. 
One cup mayo. One, hey, it's just a dip. You should only have a little bit. Grant, don't get all like crazy. It's on not it. a meal. One cup mayo. One cup sour cream. One half package. Hidden Valley Ranch original dry dressing. Oh. Talking about health. Not Talking really. about you know. You get two packages. Sit this through. You got your pot roast and your dip. Boom, right there. So you should have these two things together. <laughs> a cup of mayo. No, you shouldn't have both in the same night. Wait, another cup? Or no. Starting so over? I'm starting over. One cup mayo, one cup sour cream, half a package of Pitty Valley Ranch dressing. <laughs> you got to let them mix first with the ranch. <laughs> All right, then, and then you add a cup of mayo, a cup of sour cream. Put in the ranch dressing. Then get another cup of mayo. <laughs> you got to prime the first cup with the other ingredients. That's Hilarious. a floater. That's like a floater over That's the original a, It's dip. a garnish. It's a cup of mayo garnish. A dollop. You dollop a mayo. You dip a handful of mayo in into the dip and just shove it into your face. I was wondering what it's a dip for. You don't want to use wait, chip. Wait, wait, wait. Have you never had mayo with mayo dip? It's a, it's a, it's a low-carb dip. Oh, yes, that's low, very low-carb. You just call it an aioli and it's healthy. Uh, I'm sad. There's only two more ingredients. I'm going to read all five off real oh, fast. Oh, my God. One cup mayo, one cup sour cream, half a package of Hidden Valley Ranch original dry dressing, a half of a teaspoon of dill seed, and ah. a half a pound of corned beef chopped up. Oh. That's it. That's all it is. It's good. It it's is real you, good. You serve it over rye bread. Yeah. You get rye bread, cut it in half, mm-hmm. and then you have half pieces of rye bread, and you give people a little fork or a little spoon, a knife, and then have them spread it. I remember oh, the first time you gave me that dip, I think I ate three quarters of a loaf of rye bread in one sitting. <laughs> in like 10 minutes. I was like, yeah. I think I just ate almost an entire loaf of rye bread. I pretty much don't eat it year round. I eat it uh, Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. and I eat it on Super Bowl Sunday. I make it on Super That's Bowl right. Sunday. Oh, that I, is I, Good one. Super Bowl parties. Yeah. yeah. That accounts for your continuing to be alive. Yes. And record with us. Yes, that's a rough one. It's <laughs> it's not exactly healthy. But man, is it good. That's good. And at the holiday time, it's perfect. We should do this every uh, every holiday season. Just five like recipes it. leading up to the to the big days. I like yeah, it. I like it. It's the 12 I'm days. I'm a little worried about mine. Yeah, well, you got a week, man. Think about it. Well, really dig deep. There's the two ones that I would love to share, but I can't because I'm bound by oath not to. You can't give away your brisket secrets. Or my chili secret. Or your chili secrets. <sighs> I gotta, oh, I gotta dude, think come on. Hour. Give away the brisket secret. No, no, uh, give away the chili I have such secret. a hard time making good brisket. Is it a vegetarian chili? <laughs> then shut up, Matthew. <laughs> we'll take the brisket. <laughs> but no, right, like, chili recipe is adaptable. Brisket uh, recipe is brisket. Well, the chili, that, that's just a, brisket? How dare you? The, the fun thing about uh, chili is, Matthew's right, you can add, you can take away more or less of whatever ingredient, whatever floats your boat. Call in. Let us know what you want to hear from Grant <laughs> <laughs> next week, and then we'll, we'll do this again for a year. Wait, um, is the chili recipe something you developed, or is it an old family recipe, or is it a, what's, why is it so secret? Uh, it's something that I, well, I started making chili about eight years ago. It's not a family recipe. Something I found online and something I've been taking to the lab every time. Hmm. Uh, I can tell you that many of the ingredients, uh, have been doubled. Some have been reduced, some have been replaced. Uh, and the uh, amount of jalapeno peppers <laughs> oh, have been God. quadrupled. Well, I could only imagine. To five times. I usually just fill these big mitts 
with as many jalapenos as I can fit and then pull up a Jamaican pepper yeah. as well to add so, to you it. You know what? The other running trend of us eating together is that Grant finds the spiciest thing on the menu, orders it extra spicy, and then proceeds to borrow everybody else's hot sauce. <laughs> it's like, you no finish that? No matter what we're eating. You know, speaking of my palate, we had a, a situation with this where we ordered we were ordering pizzas and Grant wanted pepperoni and jalapeno. And I was like, nah, uh, can we just have at least one plane so I have something to eat? Blah, blah. And you guys made fun of me. made fun of me. And then uh, he made me try his pepperoni and jalapeno. And I was like, that's pretty goddamn good. <laughs> it is. That's really good. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta admit. Jalapeno makes everything better. <laughs> even jalapenos. Uh, even jalapenos. <laughs> First, you dip, get a, dip jalapenos in mayo. <laughs> you get a cup of jalapenos. <laughs> you put in the ranch and the sour cream. Another cup of jalapenos. Uh, you surprised me, Joe. You uh, you did. You were smart. You were smart about this. That mm. corned beef dip is outstanding. Yeah, yeah. You guys are gonna love it. And and here's the thing. I don't eat corned beef. I don't eat corned beef sandwiches. I don't eat corned beef all year. So like, if Why you're not? like, I don't think I like corned beef. I don't want to try that. Try the yeah, dip. Yeah, try the dip. It's so good. Corned beef is delicious. I know, but like, I don't know. I just don't eat it regularly. It's, it's so salty. I heard a rumor from somewhere. I don't know. Maybe it was an email that you were Irish. <laughs> yes, So it's I a know. little surprising that you I don't know. eat uh, corn I know. I stay beef. away from that stuff. No whiskey, no corned beef. No. No, no, no beer. None of that stuff. No. None of that typical Irish stuff. What has happened to our show? <laughs> <laughs> it's the Glass Cooking Podcast. Um, I don't think we're playing to our strengths. We're well, not we, at all. Uh, I'll tell you, I think we had a lot of happy customers from the Mississippi Pot Roast. Uh, there's some hot dish fans out there, cracked chicken, uh, your stupid thing, and now Joe's <laughs> corned beef. Uh, so we wait with bated breath to hear about Grant's spicy disaster next week. Tweet at me about your corned beef dip experiences. Yeah, tweet a picture of <laughs> you dipping a handful of mayo into the corned beef thing. Oh, please don't do oh, that man. to yourself. Take videos of yourself eating a cup of mayo yes. dipped into a cup of mayo. We will send D20s to everyone that eats Stop. a jar of mayo on camera. No. Stop. No. No, I don't no. think we call on. it the jar of mayo challenge. <laughs> it's a raise sweeping the nation. The jar of <laughs> challenge. challenge. To raise awareness for the, the, oh. for the gustatory delights oh. of a Philly Irishman. Yeah. Oh, everyone that eats an entire jar of helmets by hand will donate three hundred dollars to a charity. But if you dare, I'm, I'm, if you are dare, you trying to make listeners vomit. If you dare choose to eat a can of Miracle Whip, we're gonna find you. Yep. Gonna, and you owe us three hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking oh, of spicy man. dishes. So hot, it's hot here in hot this volcano. This. That's a segue. You guys made uh, you guys made some progress here again. I, I asked you. I think I was at the, towards the end of last week. I asked you to zoom out. Like uh, you see here, it's a really a long, thin tunnel that's split two ways. You could see that off to the left. Um, it, it continued on and then went down, and there was some light coming out of the way down. There was also tracks moving away from that area back towards the great stair you guys decide to follow the heat source which was to the right part of the fork which clearly is going north you go you know 40 50 feet or so and it splits off again and there's a door only about 50 feet away you open the door and you find a storeroom two-thirds of the storeroom completely emptied has it been used has it been sent somewhere you don't know but you're like, hmm, this might make a good place to zip in and out if we need to lock the door behind us. Metro studies it. You keep moving forward. You've got to go another like 150 feet or so, and 
four-way intersection. You guys are to the south. There's something going on to the left, something going on to the right, and then it continues north past the extent of Metro's vision. It just keeps stretching on. Metro goes ethereal and says, I'm going to go check out the room to the right. Immediately, that heat that was enveloping her and uh, bothering her goes away. She's on the ethereal plane. She sees a room full of like coal beds with chimneys smoking at the top. Sees two fire giants walking around the room, kind of just making sure everything's going okay. Not only guarding the room, but watching over these orange and red-skinned lizard-like creatures that are toiling away in the uh, smeltworks. At the far end of the chamber, one of these creatures is just reclining on the largest bed of coals. I have been having such a hard time picturing this. Like, it looks like a weird cartoon to me. Watching everything. What's he, smoking a cigarette? <laughs> he's he's like eating grapes. Back in the, yeah, it's just so it strange. It sounds like the... The, the 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 caterpillar from Alice in Wonderland. I was thinking yeah. exactly the same thing. Yeah, it's, it's, except instead of smoking from a hookah, it's just smoking. Right. Just lying on a smoking. <laughs> lying on a, yeah. You do see, obviously you're seeing this through the ethereal lens, but it, he, he this creature does look to be like lounging in a state of repose and keeping an eye on what's going on like... He or she is the one in charge. Yeah. Would you call manager? He or she a lounge lizard? Give me all your bottle caps. Oh, no. Uh, I'd say you used about five, five and a half minutes on your ten-minute ethereal cloak. What do you want to do? Ooh. Am I back with the group? Uh, yes. Uh, I describe everything I've seen. Mm-hmm. And then I put it to uh, the group to see what we want to do. Do we want to go after that forge, disrupt their operation, or do we want to keep going? As we are currently, we currently seem to be undetected. I, I don't know, Mitra. To me, it sounds like there's nothing of real value in there. We don't need to go in killing things if they're not going to get anything out of it. I say we keep pushing north. We got to find the vital parts of this organization and strike at that. This doesn't seem like anything that'll stop them. Aye. Sounds like this smelt works, the blacksmith. But Baron looks at the awning or the, the, the kind of area leading into that room and he has kind of his own flashback to uh, the battle in True Now in book one. Specifically that room where everything was burning and it was smoke filled and we we're fighting those orcs with ferocity. And the team oh, yeah. was down, and, mm-hmm. and, and we're close to death. And he's looking at it, and he's thinking to himself, Is there a way I could knock this whole thing down and let him cook from the inside like a chicken in an oven? Just thinking like the most evil, awful thoughts. Right. Without even knowing who they are, just to like turn the tables against these bastards. Yeah, like you don't know what the situation is in there, but your instinct is kill them all. Yeah, well, it's not. An, it's it's something he's fighting against, but it's it's there. It's a desire, but he's gonna, you know, agree and say, Metro, do you have enough time left on that cloak of yours to look to the west before we go north? I could try. Uh, so when I look down that corridor, do I have 
like is it worth it to go ethereal right away or should i scoop myself down and then go ethereal without knowing what's in there you feel like it'd be safer to go ethereal right away and then start moving oh so it's right there there's not yeah because like, it this is the one that dalgrith looked down and the, it kind of turns so oh, you couldn't right. quite see into it you do see the edge of the light though Okay, I'll uh, go ethereal, and I will uh, go straight through the wall and into whatever comes next. You finally uh, come very quickly into another large room. Uh, I'd say it's smaller than the room you were just in, but still pretty large. Uh, And then in the back of the room, it looks like there are smaller tunnels leading off from it. You... You look at the room itself, and it's kind of hard to get a, uh, a real picture of it because the air is thick with what you imagine has to be smoke. And so you're seeing everything through this haze and on the ethereal plane. Black and white, like a film noir, just smoke filling the air. Um, you do, however, see that the room contains giant-sized anvils, bellows, uh, various tools and furnaces uh, to fill several smithies about the room. You also see, as you're walking about, several massive lengths of chain, each as thick as like a human leg, piled in various parts of the room. And against the north wall is an Iron Maiden. (laughs) Oh, whoa. Wow. Just as you're realizing that time is running out, you see that the tunnels leading off from this room to the west look like they all end in doors. There's three of them. And you come back, and your time runs out. So she saw no source of that banging? No. I thought the banging was coming from the right side. No. Banging from the left. Yes, the... Oh, exertion from the right. Yes, banging from the left. Oh, banging from the left, exertion from the right. Right. I assume they were together. I assume assume the exertion was from the banging. Well, left? Or do you want to go north and see what's up there and then come back here once we know it's that way? Got about nine different options right now. Yeah. Yeah. North is calling to me. All right, let's go north. Yeah, check out. And then I want to come back here as our first option if there's nothing interesting up there. Fuck it. (laughs) All right, north then. North. (laughs) We'll head north. Um, so you continue north. You pass the passageways to the east and the west. Uh, Dalgreth's still leading the charge mm-hmm. here, yeah. like last week. Okay, to the edge of Metro's vision, you see down the end of the tunnel. You see that, oh, from Let where? me guess. It splits. <laughs> no. Oh! <gasps> Yeah. Turns. <laughs> oh. See you next week. Uh, the tunnel turns to the east. Oh, geez. So back the way we came, ultimately. Yeah. Uh, Dalgoth, go ahead and roll a stealth check. Okay. Come on. 34. 34. You stealth through. And... Now that you've passed those rooms to the left and the right, you do feel that the farther uh, north you get, it's less warm. Getting cooler. Certainly not like, ah, cool 68. Sure, no. It's still in the high... We passed the bellows. The high 80s, but um, you do feel uh, the faintest... um, The faintest touch of cool air. 
and it wraps around to the east. Mm-hmm. So I'll turn the corner. Turn the corner. Let's go to another map. Another map? Oh, oh my dear. God. I was not expecting that. No one expects another map. <laughs> oh, dear. Two big-ass maps in two weeks. This is gearing up for a wild Christmas app. <laughs> if this wasn't in Roll20, by the way, Troy would have totally railroaded us somewhere else on that map. Because that would have taken him like three hours to draw. Um, I say let's go back to the last map. and What? Well, let's see what We're Troy... We're something here. Let's see what Troy has to say, flavor text-wise. What's your fear, Metro? What do you think? I don't know if you guys want to deal with the last map. I'm getting overwhelmed. Why are you so... Why are you shaking with fear? Don't let the meta game scare you. You should also overwhelmed. Remember what Brander said. Keep in mind that it. Let it go, Matthew. If Troy were smart, he would make every map this large and just have a tiny map inside of the fog of war. Yeah. Stop giving him ideas. Maybe this is the same map, and I just split it into two. (gasps) (gasps) Shagunkunkunkun. <laughs> yes, he got it. He got oh, it. That goes back to our first days of playing yeah. uh, together. What do you guys want to do? A uh, bunch of tunnels, bunch of maps, bunch of good buddies having a good time. Yeah. Um, tunnel buddies. We need to tunnel buddies. <laughs> we won't rest until we open a third map. So <laughs> part of the sequel to Deep Ashbury. <laughs> Part of Troy's search history. Yeah. <laughs> Heard you need a tunnel excavated. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's the last time you've heard porn music? It was the 70s porn. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like the Little Mermaid. Jazzy uh, 70s porn. <laughs> All right, Dalgrith will do the same thing. Uh, though uh, things have changed here a little bit. I mean, this is wide. This is 20 to 30 feet wide. Yeah, you went from uh, 15 feet wide at best to. Uh, yeah, much wider. Twenty. All right, so I'm going to do wide. a perception. Uh, generally looking for traps ahead because uh, I can't see too far anyway. Uh, that is a thirty-two. Uh, yeah, you don't see any traps. You don't hear anything. You just feel occasionally a, a breeze pass you. If you're like standing there silent, you, silently, uh, who have you? Do any of you have long hair? Yeah, yes. Dalgrith does. Dalgrith and Metro. Yeah, you'll see like uh, Metro's hair just kind of flutter a little bit and then come back still is there any light no light complete darkness okay uh dograith will keep moving forward stealth check flip flop flip flop uh 40 40 stealth all right so you're cooking along you know you go another 150 feet or so and you see that the ground uh, starts to change in elevation a little bit there's almost some like steps oh, 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 oh. oh my god <laughs> like it's you're climbing higher into the mountain here we go oh, you know dude. but we're looking at 5 10 15 20, 20 30, you know maybe like 15 20 feet higher in elevation from where you were but you've had the feeling ever since you left the great stair that you've been going up right up, up and up. up and up so here's the thing i think clearly it seems like we're getting closer to our final objective, whatever it is, yes. on this route. However, we are. And it seems like there's a bunch of dead ends that we left along the way. The things we don't know, like what kind of valuable, helpful things we find along the way, and also since we are tracking XP, 
we will be leveling up uh, further down the line yeah. than, than we otherwise would be if we cleaned out these other rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, something to bear in mind. <laughs> no, I, I, I get it. Skid I, shares my anxiety about the, the last map. I know. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I just love it. I love it. I love the idea of like going right there. That we found the way right there. Yeah. I'd love to. I want to fast travel past all the busy work. This is one of those things we can talk about, like when the show's all over and like a wrap up post show thing. I remember when I we first first started. Uh, the show, reading book one and stuff, and just fingering through the other books and fingering through this book and being like, are you kidding me? And so we'll discuss that someday. So, to Skid's point as well, beyond XP, if we hadn't gone down deep into that pit, past the noxious fumes that at first scared away Dalgrith, and then later gone back and cheated against those magma elementals, so beautifully. Cheater, you also had two judgments on. Y- yeah, we didn't talk about that. We didn't talk about that. <laughs> but you, so you told me I could do it. I swear it. Cover that one up. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, cover up. It's an invisible. <laughs> uh, we could find something also as cooler yeah, within we the did, proximity we did of that. those silenced gloves. We did that and we found one of the coolest, most useful magic items that we've ever found in the history of this adventure. And though... Galabras may be missing at this point in time. Lork may be reincarnated unbeknownst to us. Um, Gormley might be gone. Baron remembers. The one room at Red Lake Fort we did not explore. The middle rooms. The middle buildings. Middle, middle buildings. buildings. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That haunt you to the day you die. Grace. Gormley wasn't there for that. Well, yeah, but uh, okay. spirit. Thanks. So the other character Thanks, that's dead. Um, <laughs> can't remember her name. Uh, the other daddy. <laughs> Della. I mean, to me... Uh, this also could be a way out. It could the be way sp- that I think about it is that it's totally metagaming. And I think that we would push... If we had our objective ahead of us, if we thought we were on our objective, we would never turn around to at the risk of maybe there's better items back there. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, that's the way I approach But we also want to this. disrupt their operation. Right. There's yeah. a huge army outside of this place that and we, we might want to sneak past. And let's clear out something, things behind us so that we don't, we can cover our, exactly. our rear also. Yes, but I you think know? that, and I always go with that, but we're, we're beyond that. Like, we're outside of hearing range now from those things. And they're working. They're loud, you know, bellows, anvils, that kind of stuff. Like, they're not going to hear a combat and come running up behind us, I also, think. Well, there's most of the map behind us that we haven't seen. I know. But, I mean, this idea of, like, we, first of all, we don't have a mechanic like we had with the, you know, Skirkotla's thing. And there's this serious, like, something to be said for cutting the head off the snake as the thing that is going to, you know, disrupt their operations more than anything. Um we also have isolated, small isolated groups of enemies that we can assuredly wipe out. I know. You know, it might cost I know, but us, you but know, the other thing is like, from a metagame, here's a metagame reason to do it, is like, we just leveled up. Like, we're going to do this entire thing. We're not going to level up again before we're here. That's true. You know? Yeah. Now I feel like I actually we're, now we're putting a level ahead. We're putting a level on layaway. But yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, we can do it. We, I, I think... I mean, and as far, just as far as pushing the narrative, too, 
because we're doing this for people listening. <laughs> so I think it's, That's also it might a be argument. a good idea to just push forward. And like, All right. You know. Let's look. You've convinced me, Skid. Okay. Let's look. Wow. That was fascinating. You've convinced me, Skid. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Yeah. Get your shit together, man. You'd be so mad about your, that. Your fanboy nonsense. You know how sometimes politicians don't get nominations even though they have the best ideas because they're just assholes? That's you, Joe. Oh, I never have any good ideas, Grant. I'm certain that this is going to come back to bite us in the ass and it's all going to fall on me, and that's fine. I, I mean, think we Were should... you pro-moving ahead or pro-moving ahead? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think I, I wanted to wipe things out on a, meta, a metagaming thing, but this is like, again, Baron remembering book... One, uh, he didn't know it was a book, but uh, the battle there, everything that he's gone through, he'd want to go forward and see what he could do. Yeah. And this is could be the reverse. I, I doubt it, but it could be the reverse. It also the, could not be the, necessarily be the boss. Right. The boss could be in the other level, on the far western side of the other level. It's totally possible. The only thing keeping him from wanting to see as much as uh, he could back there, wanting to go back, is that uh, he could learn more about the Ash Peak lineage, which well, is we can, still... We can still go back if we... We don't know if we could after they die. You know, or if we kill whatever is in there, if it is the big boss, you know, yeah. who knows? Then we go back, we, kill everybody. Yeah, it's not like a, it's know. not a video game where the whole mountain is going to just crumble to ash because <laughs> they beat the boss. It could be. <laughs> <laughs> Good argument. <laughs> so you move forward. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, can, you can always change your mind. <laughs> Let's go back. Uh, we all said the same. Way, we all said that the same way as uh, Kramer when he's asked. You afraid of clowns? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Still afraid of clowns? Give me a yeah. uh, stealth check, Dalgrid. <laughs> oh, here comes a natty onesony. What do you think, Matthew? I think it's, I think it's cracked. <laughs> it's cracked until Damn you shake it. it off the side. Uh, all right, that, that's okay. That is a 36. 36? Crack die mechanic only works if you stick to it when... I also want to benefit you. Yes, I want to hype up, hype up Dalgrith. You have a much better stealth than I do. I was looking at my perception the other time when I said mm. that we were close. Does that happen often? No. <laughs> <laughs> Curious if that's Curious ever if happened you. in the past, Grant. <laughs> uh, what's uh, what's my knowledge of engineering? <laughs> oh yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's been a solid five for about ten levels. <laughs> Unless you happen to look at perception, not, not pouring a lot of ranks into knowledge of engineering. <laughs> you uh, you skulk up ahead. And you get another, what, we'll say 100 feet, and you see that the cavern opens up. So now, just to give uh, our fair listeners a sense of how far you've gone. Oh, since my God. Here, uh, uh, almost 400 feet at this point since you... Uh, walked into the second map. Walked into the second map, we'll say, yeah. So yeah. we've done like a quarter mile or more. Yeah, guy, yeah. guy walks into a second map. <laughs> I've walked two marathons. I think I'll be fine. Um, <laughs> you, you see the room opens up, and you see things all over the floor up ahead in the cavern. Um, what do you do? Well, what does you that can't mean? say things. <laughs> you have to be more descriptive. And remember, perception check. 120 from Metro. <sighs> 120 from Metro. I'll 35. Look. I'll look to. 33. Natural one, Joe. 27, I'm sorry. You see several large piles of shattered bones filling the room. Starts out maybe a handful or so, and then more and more 
and more bones. Joe, explain to our listeners what you just did with your arms. Uh, Let the record reflect. Let the record reflect (laughs) that I just realized... This is dragon territory. Can we read that back? <laughs> Can we I, read I back flapped my arms to indicate that we're in dragon country now, uh, which I didn't even think of until yeah, we were yeah. already this here. This is what? The top of the mountain, the dragons. The, the witness bear. made the drinky, drinky motion. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, thing that I wanted to bring up when you went into the westernmost room at the beginning of this when they said making chains the size of human legs i wanted to say oh those are dragon chains yeah that's a good thought i didn't even think of that yeah that's what they're making there they're keeping this thing like locked down i think yeah oh. and but if they're oh, maybe we could negotiate with fuck i wish pembroke was here god damn it that would be amazing Speaks I think Dahlgren. No, he's not. He's stupid. Right? There's a pretty yeah, good he's, chance. He's a dumb idiot. He's stupid. There's a pretty good chance that dragons could speak common. But um, either yeah, either way, speak draconic. if they are... Metro did. I'm sorry, Della did. She did. Yeah. If they're making new chains or chains to begin with, perhaps this dragon has escaped. I, I don't know. We're, it's so much conjecture now, and I'm just scared. I really <laughs> doubt that it's escaped. I don't think we're going to get it to the top. We're like, oh, the dragon's gone. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, but... APs are famous for just depriving you of enemies. <laughs> All right. All right. All you right. Know, sometimes, Skid, you're mean. I don't like it. <laughs> now the question is, are we ready to fight a dragon? Are you ready are you? He's pointing fingers at everybody. <laughs> Let the record reflect that Joe has pointed a finger in all of our faces. He's very close to my eyeball. I've only fought one before, and it took the life of a very close friend. They are horrifying beasts, but they can be killed. I don't know if one's here or not, but you better make your peace with your God, who I can't remember. Torai, my own the same one you. <laughs> I just had a brain fart. It's very late. Um, what's his name? There's his name some... again. God, don't, don't tell him I asked. <laughs> uh, you know the the guy, the uh, Jesus. <laughs> I mean, there are some buffs we can do. Oh, the problem is you, you used a, a, a cloak. Oh, such a bad choice. <laughs> we will, uh, seriously, though, because we could, like, get a sense of what... We don't even know what energy there's, this dragon could be. It could be any... Well, still greater invisibility. Sure. But, I mean... That's or, rounds. Or invisibility. Yeah, yeah that's, invisibility. that's rounds. And just don't attack them and come back. Pillow, do, a, do, a, do a fucking Bilbo. Just go invisible. Yeah, go invisible. Go in there. Don't steal any of his cups. And then come back. He won't be mad. And then tell us. Metra, 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 Metra. And by the way, with uh, the the length of stone skin, I think all of our stone skins are gone. 200 minutes on the casting. I think all this time exploring is probably gone by now. Yeah, I agree. It's time to teleport back to the forge. (laughs) Sleep the night. (laughs) And then come back. Um, Uh, All right, I'll go invisible. Okay, greater invis? Regular invis, so it'll last a while. Okay, how long is a while? Uh, 14 minutes. I can always recast. That's a while. Um, oh, I'm so spooked. Are we going to stay put? Stay you come back here and meet us here, right? Burglar. If in about an hour I don't come back, you come and find me. You come and you come find me. me. Come and get me. Get me out of here. How are we going to find you? You're invisible. I'll eventually become uninvisible. All right. Well, wait. 
13 minutes, and then we'll come find you. How are we going to distinguish your cracked bones from the rest of them out there? Her shredded corpse will become visible. Well, at that point, you'll have no way to get out, so you won't have much choice. All right, all right. Maybe you better stay here. (laughs) Baron! (laughs) Go invisible. Find the dragon. Actually, that's not a bad idea. Why don't we send you? Actually, yeah. Yeah. You're the stealthy, thiefy guy. Yeah, actually. You fought a dragon before. I agree. Soon, you should go. (laughs) All right. No! No, send the burglar. That's 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 the that's, yeah, yeah. The, that's yeah. the classic trope. That's the Tolkienian way. Whatever you do, don't touch anything. Okay, yeah. I'll go. All right, so we'll make Dogwraith invisible. Right, make Dogwraith invisible, and I'll go. Do you want to fly in there on the broom so you don't accidentally kick a skull over? No, I feel more comfortable on my feet. All right, you should take the broom in case you have to make a quick getaway. Okay. It's not any faster than walking. You just avoid obstacles, but he's welcome to take it. <laughs> so, Dalgrith. He doesn't want it. You don't want it. You go invisible. Me. Got about 12 minutes. You want to start exploring the space. 14 minutes. 14 minutes. And he wants to start exploring the space. Yeah. We'll reveal a little bit more. Okay. You, uh, okay. Just to start off. <laughs> um, oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. That's a lot of oh, bones, Place man. yourself, uh, you know, anywhere you want in there as you start to explore. I'll give you a little more um, flave text. Metro um, will kind of make her way up to the edge of the, the tunnel and kind of peek around to see out as okay. Dogrith makes his way there. Dogrith, as you move forward, you know, you're now you're like almost climbing over bones in some places. You see that this large volcanic cavern is split into an upper level, which you're on, and a lower level. And up ahead you see a rippled cliff of hardened volcanic rock separating the two. So right now the ceiling's like 20 feet above you, but it goes down 20 feet so that the ceiling on the lower level is 40 feet up. Make sense? Yeah. Um, Every step forward you take, more wind starts to buffet you. And you hear sounds echoing on the wind. Where do you go from here? This is so scary. Uh, he's going to stay to the south, hu- uh, hugging the wall. Okay. And just move along the wall, trying to, like, it's almost like putting a hand out and touching it once in a while just to, like, make sure he doesn't get himself, leave himself too open. Carry. <laughs> Steve? Steve? Legend, legendary Steve. fantasy hero. <laughs> Steve. All right, I'm going to... Uh, Steve of Melda Bone. Boomer Asias. Keep stealthing. How does it work again? Is it a plus 20 if you're moving? I believe, it's still a plus 20? I believe so. Let's look at the spell. I think it's plus 40 if you're just I think completely you get, still. Yeah, right? it's like a super bonus. Stationary plus 40 is plus if you're yeah, 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 yeah. Plus 20 if you're moving. Uh, okay, I'm going to like keep trying to be so quiet. You're going to have to do some like finding a bear in the wild, play dead shit, and be a mobile on stealth checks if this thing can smell you. Yeah. You're is... dead. Oh, man. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh, yeah, you can't teleport away. I can feel it here. I can feel, like, I can see this. I can see it. It's yeah, awesome. I can awesome. see a map. it. Uh, all right, I'm going to keep moving forward. That was a 60, by the way, still. Yeah. So imagine uh, you're just walking. You see this huge pile he's of not, bones. He's not making any sound. Yeah. What do the bones look like? Quick perception. Like, are there bones of giant creatures? Giants? You know, is it all small folk bones? Jeez, uh, sorry. That is a 30... Sorry, 29. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of uh, medium humanoids. Uh, you see some that are like ma- like maybe woolly mammoths, uh, bones of large and huge animals, and then larger creatures as well. You don't know if they're giants or not. Okay. Do I see any skulls of monstrous creatures? Or any skulls I see humanoid? Uh, you, the skulls that are most readily apparent to you look to be like a skull that looks like yours. All right, I'm coming up towards the edge of this. <laughs> Malnourished from only clip. eating mayonnaise. <laughs> um, yeah, you're coming up to the edge here, and you see that. Uh, I'm going to walk it, straight out now in the open to the it, edge of this cliff. The, okay. bo- the piles of bones, is it something we could conceivably hide behind? Uh, no, no, it's not. It's At not its like highest point, it might be five feet high. Oh, okay. Um, oh, it's still pretty high. Do you guys want to come up close to me in case I can. Give us protection from energy or something. For we, sure, yeah. Yeah, or zip into him and then zip out. Yeah. Yeah, just stay, stay within In a group. reach yeah. of me. Yeah, show me the extent of your vision. I'll give you as much as, as much as you can see with your 60 feet of dark vision. Yeah, well, I guess so, we can't even see Dalgrith anymore. Yeah, no, okay. no. he's gone. Okay. Yeah. At a certain point, Dalgrith just oh. disappeared into yeah. the dark. Well, we can't see him anyway. I'm invisible. Oh, yeah, yeah right. but <laughs> if he were to become, if we, even if the dragon were to come out, we wouldn't be able to see it. Oh just staring God. at this dark pit, and I'm circled by a pit of bones. Oh. You look down, more bones. How far down is it? Twenty feet. Twenty feet. Yeah, the ceiling above you is twenty feet. Now, the ceiling from the floor to the roof of this cavern is forty feet. And for the record, he is 200 feet away from us. 205. 205 is the crow flies. Uh, all right, I'm going to move to the south here. <laughs> back, around. back, back, back. It's gone. <laughs> I'm going to move to the south around the rim of the cliff. Okay. Uh, it looked like there was still places to go this way. Okay. Around the edge of the crater. Okay. So you start, um, you're staying on the top portion of the... Uh, the two-tiered volcanic cavern. Um, got great climbing skills. You know that. You've already been to Deep Ash Peak. You yeah, oh, he, was tempted to just, up with ease. he was tempted to just clamber down it, but he's like, let me see what's up here first before I commit to going down. You want to skirt the sort of southern edge here as much as you can. So you're walking along, crunching bones as you go. Give me another stealth check. Don't crunch no bones. Uh... That is 53. Okay. Continues and ends at a certain point, but then stretches to the south. Wait, I thought it ends at the south. It ends on the east. You see that the cavern wall ends, but then it turns oh, it wraps around, around back behind, like back toward my allies, basically, yeah. in that direction. Uh, generally, yes. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, Keep going. I'm going to go into the crater. Yes. He's going to st- stealthily, like, you know, lean a leg out, another one, and then start climbing down as quietly as possible, finding the grooves. 
to I'm going to take this time to help Joe out and prepare his next character. <laughs> right. <laughs> this one will be good in combat. I right, see. So you just you just keep uh, chunking along there, and with every step, more of the. And now you feel like breeze coming in. You can't see up ahead, but you feel like somewhere eighty or feet ahead of you is an opening to the out outside. Of the open air. Yes. A way out. But maybe Baron's right. Maybe the dragon's just not here now, but comes and goes from this very spot. Roll a perception check. Uh, 26. 26. So you're, you're inching forward here. Uh, I'll give you some more map. You earned it. <laughs> You see that there's another <gasps> sort of sinkhole similar to the one that led to Deep Ash Peak. Um, Deep, Deep Ash Peak 2. The north. <laughs> oh, man. The north uh, east. And that wind is coming directly from the north. You also hear. <laughs> Do you speak giant? Yeah. Hear something like they're having problems downstairs. <laughs> I'm glad we're up here on duty. Hmm. And where is it coming from? It's coming from the opening. The opening that's feels like it's just beyond the edge of your vision. Uh, all right, then I'm going <laughs> to risk a little further to see if I can see who's talking. So Dalgrith. Sneaking up edges further. Want to hear that like heartbeat sound? Oh yeah, I gotta get out the heartbeat. Heartbeat, bro. Dalgrith edges ever further. That's just my heartbeat. (laughs) My boom. Uh, You edge ever further, and you see two fire giants standing at an opening that opens out, overlooking outside of the mountain. And they're is, just standing there with their back to you, looking out. Is there any light from that? Like is chatting. It, now, it's yes. Daytime, right? Now there is uh, light coming through. Wait, did you guys come back during the day, or did you come back at night? Because I believe we came back during the day. Yeah, you, I think you we didn't we, specify, we, but we it's not like Skier Guard where you like we need a night mission. It's dark here, no matter what. Right. Uh, yeah. So it's it's daylight uh, streaming through, um, but like it's not a, a direct drop off. Is like probably five, ten feet or so, and then it slopes down to the ground, you would assume. Okay. So you see two fire giants. What are they guarding there. over there? Yeah, what are they? They're so such a, strange. Such a weird place to be standing guard. Let's try to keep something from leaving. It's funny yeah. you mention yeah. that. Yep. Because at that moment, you hear a sound behind you. Oh, no. Crunching. Oh, no. <laughs> And you see towards the southern portion where it wrapped around wrapped around emerging out onto the map a red dragon and it was prowling around 
and it looks right at you. Oh, no. no. And it just goes. Roll for initiative. Oh, oh my, my god. god. <laughs> Holy <laughs> fuck. Oh god. Christ. Oh no. Oh, oh gosh. Boy. Burglar. Oh my god. <laughs> Burglar. Oh. This is not great. Oh. I should have rolled a check to see if dragons normally see visibility. Damn it. <laughs> hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And let's just check for the, uh, just to set things up to see how far away we are from Dog Wreath, and that will be 280 feet. (laughs) (laughs) This is crazy. This is absolutely crazy and the reason why we play. <laughs> Let's see what happens. It's it's dragon! Killing uh, Joe's characters is the reason why we play. <laughs> I guess it's the reason we've, we've mostly played. Uh, <laughs> the result, more of the reason. Uh, Baron, what do you got? Oh, boy. 20. 20, okay. Oh, uh, Jimmer? I uh, rolled a natural one. Oh, this is just uh, so unbelievable. Now give me a six. Six total. Six total for uh, for Jimmer. Uh, Metro, though, you must have rolled well. Natural five. Oh. For a 14. 14 for you. And uh, Thune rolled a 25. There you oh. go, Thune. Skirt. Thune. <laughs> go ahead. Start charging. Yeah. <laughs> Thune, enter elimination mode. What about Dalgrith Deathbringer? Don't. I think I can remember a more important initiative than this one. Mm-hmm. Natural two. <laughs> oh my god! You've Do got to be. That's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just I, trash garbage whenever it matters. I was feeling so terribly for Joe, legitimately, and then that was the most well timed Joe's gonna roll in the 200 plus episodes of this podcast. That really was. So that's a 14. 14. Four- Hey, you get to go before I do. And before Jimmer. Oh, God. That's some solace. I bet the dragon has like an 82. It is Thune's turn. Oh. I believe we've found the dragon. (laughs) I mean, do we know that, actually? Like, what do we know back from where we are? You heard a scream. You heard the dragon. Oh, it did scream. Yeah, Yeah, it screamed. And, uh, you know, you are, oh, let's see. 260 feet away from the dragon, 280 feet away from Dalgrith, over 325 feet away from the fire giants, who were also alerted to this. Um, so you hear it. It's a big cavern. It echoes. So Thun is like, Sheriff Thun, I believe our friend is in trouble. What do you advise? This is very dangerous, Thune. I've seen these things act in battle before, and Mm. though it may be more dangerous with their breath weapons, 
We stay together as a group so that Metra can use her magics upon all of us. We are all leaving this mountain alive, hopefully with the dragon's head. But if we need to retreat, we need to stay tactically in a group, even if it means risking the fire and flame of a dragon's tongue. Tell that to our friend. All right, I will wait. Or no, you should... Well, Baron will go. You should move forward, but don't get too far ahead. Oh, I misunderstood you. Yes. I thought you said we would stay together and let the dwarf die. <laughs> well, here's... <laughs> I can more Troy than there. Here's the thing. Okay. So, Dalgrith is in trouble, for sure. The dragon can see him. The giants still can't. He does have evasion, so he should be able to have a decent chance if it uses his breath weapon on him to evade it completely. It's not my first dragon fight, Jim. Yeah, so uh, so it's not a done deal. Like there's there's a there's very definitely a very slim chance we'll survive. Slim chance. Sometimes that's all you need. I just see us moving in like a SWAT team to try and save him, like uh, checking all angles and like being close enough to each other so we can do things together. That's what I'm trying to get the yeah, effect of. Yeah. All right, and well, so no double moves is basically what Baron says. If you move 30 feet ahead, I want everyone to move 30 feet ahead until Della can reach up to us and do whatever. Or, God damn it, Metra. I, I'm Metra. Metra can move close enough or to us. Or just hold. To, yeah. I can, get us, I can literally get us all there. But you, you can't would, see you that far. doesn't matter. Okay. All right, so Thune says, all right. I'll listen to her. Perfect. And Thune holds. It is Baron's turn. Baron holds. <laughs> Steely gaze in Metra's eye feels terribly because his friend, a member of Strike Team Delta, could be dead yeah. based on this inaction. What kind of member of Strike Team Delta alerts the dragon? But he's going to trust Della. Metra. <laughs> Strike Team Della. Strike Team Della. <laughs> well, it is the dragon's turn. Oh. No shit. Well, we wow. couldn't have gotten there anyway. Shocker. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> this is so awful. Oh, God. Uh, okay. Is it normally one PC versus a dragon in these battles? Yeah. That's yeah, how I think that's the common way. I mean, they're usually calculated. You just got to see this map, too. It's like the dragon is, what, 50 feet from Dalgraith, and he's 60 feet from the giants, right in between the two of them, and 275 feet from his allies. I also wonder if a giant <laughs> would even want to get caught in the crossfire. I bet they just, like, watch and smoke a cigarette, and they're just like, how long do you think he's going to last? I don't know. They're betting on it <laughs> in the corner. They like to watch. Uh... All right. Oh, man, Joe. They also can't see in the dark. True. Who? The giants, unless they have something special. It's true. They're in the light. Can you be more descriptive about the dragon? Uh, Yes. There's a crown of cruel horns surrounding the head of this mighty dragon. A dragon that... What is it? Baron would recognize, because you fought one very similar, high atop... Minderhall's Cathedral. It looks to be a, a young red dragon. Oh, it's a young red dragon. Okay. Okay. It looks to be. But okay, so we're fine. It might not be. <laughs> I don't think the one we fought It had looks to be, but it might not be. A cruel crown. <laughs> it might have had work done. <laughs> <laughs> it is going to go ahead and just fly right up to you and unleash a breath weapon. I need you to roll a reflex save. While I gather some D10s. Oh. <laughs> All right. I've been saving this for a really long time. This goes back to Atlanta. Atlanta show, meet and greet, after party hang. Some uh, great group of people. I can't remember your names. And I apologize. But a great group of people came up. We were hanging out. They were, uh, they were a Pathfinder group, and they were awesome. And one guy gave me this gorgeous 
Uh, like Lord oh, of the yes. Rings, Elven script, leather cup, dice rolling cup with a D20 in it. And he gave it to me. He said, roll this when it's the most important roll. <laughs> oh, man. You have. And I still have never opened it. I don't even know what the D20 inside looks wow. like. I've never seen it. I've saved it. And uh, I just haven't. Dogworth hasn't been in a whole lot of danger. And uh, so this one's for you, man. Thank you. Thanks. I'm just going to open. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Sorry, I don't remember your name. I apologize. I'm going to open this thing up. I'm just going to roll it out. I don't even know what the D20 looks like. Oh, man. Make sure or, it's a legal D20 at some point. <laughs> or maybe it's Ebola. <laughs> yeah, open it over there. Full of Ebola. Oh, my heart's pounding. All right, so this is reflex save. Uh-huh. Here it is. Here it is. Here it oh is. Oh, my God. Snakes. <laughs> Out of the box. Not two shabs. 28. 28. You saved. Oh, yeah! Yes! Not bad. Half damage. Oh, 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 that is some half damage. Would have been 42 points of damage. Instead, it's 21 points of damage. Or zero points of damage. Listen to all y'all, it's a sabotage! That's truly amazing. Yeah, I'm an adventurer. Invasion may save you. Hell yeah. It it certainly may. That's what I was saying. The thing is, we really got to put it to the test, though. I feel like just, you know, saving a one-breath weapon is really not enough. Two more dragons fly up behind Wait, whoa, what the fuck? What? Oh, no. <laughs> and both unleash breath weapons on you. Oh, my God. <laughs> he said, you know what? And you're doing this all by the book. Their Wait. movement and everything. They have enough movement. Yeah. When, when Thune said rookery, I was like, oh, that's normally more than one dragon. But I didn't even dare to think that that could be a possibility. Yeah, oh, no, it's, my. It's possible. Wow. They come flying in on both sides and unleash. Please roll one reflex save while I gather my 6d10 again. Uh, I'm stalling. I don't want to do it. I know. I don't want to do it. All right, I'm going back to Atlanta Die. Come on, Atlanta Die. It's back in the gorgeous cup. Oh, you can hear the flames. You can hear it. The red dragon flames. So nervous. Okay, better. Saved. You saved. Saved. All right, so half damage? Oh, no, no damage. No damage. Nice. Why even roll it? Dancing and popping and booping. That was Natty 14. That was a 30. Give nice. me a roll on the third oh, breath no. weapon save. This is so big. It's like either massive damage or no damage. I know. This is so, that's why these rolls are so huge. Like, Oh, that's right, because if you fail, you take it all. You take right. it all. You yeah. take all yeah. of it, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think all right, come on, Atlanta. Come, come on, on, Atlanta. On. Keep it going. Again. 28. Yes! Again, oh, yes. oh, oh, and you're just like nipping and bopping yeah, like the Matrix, it. yeah, ducking around, like ducking and like rolling behind rocks and everything, just yeah. like you know, keeping uh. himself. Oh, he's three. actually holding a holy short sword in his hand. I imagine at some points it's just like using the blade. It's like the white light, yeah, like stopping a, the a, evil a, dragon's as breath. A bulwark against yes. the flame. <sighs> you are surrounded by three red dragons. <laughs> oh my god! And it is your turn. Oh my god! Oh man! Oh, uh, Jesus! Jesus. <laughs> now, <sighs> if you offen- make an offensive act against them, I know the fire giants will also be able to see you. I know. So that I already thought of that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to uh, uh, click my heels. Uh, 
I got to turn off the uh, fire, dra- uh, the red dragon flame. Sorry about that. All right, I'm going to click my heels mm-hmm. because, man, if there's ever a time to start using up your ten hastes of the day, yep. Um, so can't take it with you. <laughs> can't take it with you exactly. So uh, click, click my heels. Now I should let you know. Yes, the ridge there. You have to climb to get back up. I have to. Yes. I have to. Mm-hmm. I do. I do, yeah. Can't scramble up. Mm, no. You have to roll a climb check, so that will affect your movement. But I'll let you know what the situation is. What I say, it was uh, 20 feet high. It, uh, it's an uneven surface. Uh, okay. So, yeah, he sees... But you're a climbing master. No, I'm not worried about climbing it. It just still takes time. You know what I mean? Like, he can't... He doesn't... Oh, actually... Nope. He he good. He I good? forgot that. Yeah, he good. Uh, he is a wall climber, and he has a climb speed as long as it's vertical. A vertical surface. Really? Wow. Yep. He has wow. A, I have a climb speed of 20 feet. Oh, that's amazing. Wow. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Oh, yeah. that's great. It's amazing. It's, uh, it's a ninja trick that I took as one of my rogue <laughs> Oh, that's so cool. Uh, all right. So, he is going to hasted double move. Right under the red dragon to the middle one, and now, runs behind it. Do you want to avoid the attack of opportunity? Yeah, I'm okay. attempt. I know you're invisible, the but they can see it. Yes, essentially. Uh, all right, so roll. You're going through a threatened space. I'm going. Oh, no, it's in the air. You said it flies. Well, you said it Unless flies it up to me. It fly and land. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm just going to yeah, run under it. I just need to roll uh, to avoid the AOO. Okay, so that's going to be... Don't you get a bonus for that? I do, yeah. yeah. Five plus the CMD of the creature. Five plus the CMD of the creature. That is a 39. You're all right. Okay. Oh, right oh, through its legs. Oh, oh, so he nice. snaps right at you as you... All right, he dodges the gnashing teeth. And uh, it was 20... This is so 40. classic. This is so classic. <laughs> and then he gets, he gets up the ridge. He gets up the ridge because he can move. When he's hasted, he can move 80 feet. He can move 80 feet. And he feet. has a climb speed of 20 feet. So he's so fast. He, in two bounds, he leaps up the wall. Wow. And he's up at the top and invisible. Of course, they can all still see him, but at least he's creating some separation. It is Metra's turn. All right. It is very hard to avoid metagaming here. Right. <laughs> Do your best. And Grant just put his head in his hands because I, I think he's going to be very. No, I was just me. scratching myself. You're not that important. Um, <laughs> so what I would know is the sound of three dragons, one scream, three breath weapons. I would would you know that? that? No, Metro would not know that. You would. Well, know you would see the light from the fire. Yeah, you would that. know that there's a lot of shit going on down. I would hear three separate breath weapons. Go you would have seen the breath of There's just fire. Sure, fire emits sure. light. I've heard them, and I heard them go, go off. Okay, okay. Where are you I'm, going with this? I'm just trying to gauge distance. Okay. So I, basically what I'm going to do is a dimension door into the darkness. Into the darkness. But okay. I want to know, I wouldn't want to show up right next to a dragon. Right. So how far back would I pull us is the, is the question. I see. Um, I mean, this is a tough one, because you don't know where they actually are standing. Do you know no. what I mean? And do, you don't have to see the place to Dimension Door into it, right? Nope. I can just literally... Uh, I mean, I can, but I can also just state a direction. That way. Okay. Yeah. So um, I was assuming we'd just go like... In an ideal world, we'd end up, you know, short of the dragons. Short of the dragons. Okay. Like, that's going to be a lot easier for you than if you were trying to go past them. Well, did the dragons like move after they made... 
their breath attacks? No, they flew into the room and then... And then they and made... Then they well, made, I would say, like, a giant gout of flame would have illuminated enough of yeah. them to see where they currently are. Like, the same way planes land at night, there's lights along the uh, landing strip. So, like, we, we have a point of reference. You could be able to tell from where you are to there, like, in between. I think. Show me, in general, where you want to be. I, I kind of want to be on the edge of the the edge of the crater. All right, light light up the the exact spot. Uh, you can't see Dalgrit, so just like I would go, we're going to charge straight ahead. So I would say, like you know, there. All right, roll a just roll a d one hundred for me. See how close you got. Uh, Eighty. That's fine. I'll put you right there. All right. Before I go, I want to do. I want to say a couple. I want to say something. Okay. And then I want to do something before I cast that. Okay. All right. So I'm not moving you back. So just pretend you're correct. Before we go, I said, uh-huh. as soon as we land, scatter. Dragons can get us all in one breath weapon. Grant's making a face to me. That's fine. Fuck okay. you, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, good advice. It, yeah, that's very really good advice. That's fantastic advice. I'm sage, also, also going to use the quick and meta magic rod, even though Grant was a real asshole, to cast fly on Baron. <laughs> oh, Ooh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, revenge of the flying gunslinger. Oh, yeah. Play the top gun drop. <laughs> da, 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 da. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, uh, so Baron, Baron has fly on him, and, we all, and I grab everyone and go, whoop, and just appear. Roughly near the edge of the crater, oh. and now we can see the dragons. Oh. Now you and can the see giants can shit. see you, and the, the giants can see us, and the giants can see you. Oh, this is nuts. Uh, and that is Metra's turn. All right, uh, Thune will act, and Thune will uh, heed your advice and uh, scatter uh, towards the uh, east or the northeast. <laughs> So Thune will uh, move thirty feet. Or actually, he'll he'll keep move, he'll double move, just sort of like to the the western edge of the cliff leading down. Think that maybe on the next round he could climb down or or jump down or something like that. Uh, so Thune will now move after Metra, and Baron will act then. Oh, let's see what you got. Baron reaches his hand down to the holster he has rarely used throughout the campaign. The one that holds. Dragon's breath, the plus oh, one dragon's main yes. weapon, and his hand twitches, but it pulls away because he knows it's a scatter gun. It has a very limited range, mm. but he eyes the dragon in his eyes, and he applies just plain old regular bane dragon on his regular weapon, Ooh. thereby imbuing Lawbringer with. The authority it needs to take down these unauthorized flying objects. It stares right at you. Jimmer, you are a... Why? Oh, wait, you're shooting. Oh, I'm sorry. Rapid fire. Oh! And you can do that after taking a move action to draw, yes? I didn't take a move action. Didn't you draw the weapon? I've quick draw. Okay. Oh, you with flavor drawing. Uh, I flavor touched like the tip the, of the, the just the dragon's breath. Just dragon's the tip, breath. and I have, okay. I have quick flavor draw. Tip. Right. So and uh, pull it out. Okay. Here it comes. Let's see what the old touch is. Deadly don't, don't. Don't. Exactly don't, in range. Don't. Don't. It's don't misfire. Fire. Don't, don't miss. Silent. That's for sure. Okay. First attack. Is a 24. That is a hit. <laughs> okay. And you're within touch AC range. Yep, 40 feet away. Exactly. Oh, man. The clutchest of clutch. You are 40 feet away. <gasps> I'm so nervous right now. I'm so nervous. I know. I'm so nervous, too. Okay. <laughs> Those are rocks. Oh, yes. 
30 points of damage on the first attack. Okay. 30 points of damage on the first. Uh, Here it comes again. Critical threat. Oh! Oh! Nineteen on the die. That feat I took for improved critical on that weapon. Yes, yes, is yes. paying dividends. Yes, I rolled right the now. Confirm. Sixteen on the die yes. to confirm. Oh, oh yeah. my yes. god, he did it! Confirmed crit. Oh, oh, oh. He did it on a dragon. On a dragon, dude. Times four on a fucking dragon. Oh, oh god, <laughs> this is amazing. Uh, all right, this one from ooh. International dish. Oh, international. This one from Kim in Oslo, Norway. Hi, Kim. Hi, Kimmy. Uh, Can you feel it? You feel incredible. This is your day. (laughs) Always. (laughs) As you're aiming your... As you're as you're aiming, your favorite jam starts playing in the back of your mind. It might be Galarian Rhapsody, Rock Me, Iomadeus, Looking for Lichten by David Yanderhoff, or unreleased single Fallen by Gormley Keys. Whatever it is, you know you're about to kick some ass. <laughs> if the target has eyes, it does. It must make a will save to see if it can handle the fire in your eyes. On a successful save, you deal double damage. On a failure, you deal triple damage. Oh! So it's either four times or five times wow. damage. If it fails, the will wow. save. Wow. Wow. So what's the Natty 16? Natty 16, natty yeah, 16 yeah. 32. 32. So it's a DC 32 will save. Whoa, god. shit. Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, this so is... So it looks at you and knows you're about to kill it. Failed. Yeah! <laughs> Are you kidding me? God! <laughs> Holy shit! Five, five times damage! Wow! Amazing! Wow! <laughs> oh my god! Uh, that is that is so many DA. A lot of high numbers on small. Okay. I think it's time for the FDA or the FAA to bring the seven three seven Max eight down. Because it has lost its license to fly with 118 points of damage. Oh, oh, oh my god! <laughs> you killed the dragon. How? Yeah, motherfucker! So oh phenomenal. my god! One wow! Shot. This One character shot. is wow. unbelievable. <laughs> Do you have any shots left? I do, but I'm just looking to see. Let me just see how far away I am from the (laughs) next dragon. Unbelievable. Uh, (laughs) How far I am from the next dragon. I'm going to kill this round. 80 feet away. That's me. Oh, Oh, sorry. Oh, my God. Uh, Amazing. So, 80 feet away. Yeah. Let's go ahead and use a grit point to use a bit of dead eye. Which oh. will allow Ooh. me... I'll still take the negative two to attack. It'll allow me to attack outside of my first range increment against touch AC. This is within the second range increment right at 80. If it were 85, I'd have to spend another grit point. Wow. Here it comes. Uh, that is minus two is a 20 to hit. That is a hit. Yes. Oh my God. That touch AC, I mean, forget it. That's just, <laughs> yeah, it's bonkers. Thirty points of damage. Nice. Good. Oh my God. Good. Uh, let me, t- me, let me take off the grit. 
the final attack, which will... Well, do I want to spend the extra grit? You have four attacks now? Yes. I Well, with rapid shot on. That's right. Rapid shot. Of course, rapid this shot. is uh, plus four. Course, rapid shot. How could I ever get rapid shot? <laughs> plus four. Plus four. Spending another grit point. 16 against touch. That's a hit. <laughs> yeah. Big way your dragon. two hit was plus four on the uh, attack. Oh, minus two. I'm sorry. So that should be plus four minus two. But I'm adding the that would be two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, two. Plus what two, two. Fourteen against such a set. That's it. All right. Uh, three, nine, twelve. Uh, Twenty-nine points of damage. Wow. Oh, Six, almost 60 points of damage. Wow. This is why I was saying just keep going. We're fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look at this. Holy shit. It's so that crit is ridiculous. It is Jimmer's turn. All right. Jimmer uh, hasn't even gone yet. Yeah, Jimmer is going to stand right where he is. And he's going to yank the drinking horn of bottomless valor off of his belt Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and drink deep. Nice. Swan, swan, swing, swan, swing, swan. And grow to supersize, get heroism, etc. Wow. I'll be ready to go next round. So he grows and uh, also gets a bunch of other buffs. All right. Well, the fire giants are going to double move. Oh, no. uh, To kind of get into the action here as best they can. Because uh, now they know shit's going on. Obviously, they don't see Dalgrith, but they see <laughs> see this guy just bah, 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 light up and murder a dragon in uh, six seconds. They're so glad they're stationed up here because that's where it's safe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, how uh-huh. ironic. The fools at that moment <gasps> from the opening. Oh no, the, Mama! With the two fire giants were standing watch. You hear the flapping of wings. Oh, 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 oh you have to be no. shitting me! And multiple screams from multiple dragons. Oh my god! <laughs> flying in to join the fight and protect their brothers and sisters. Oh my god. And we'll see you next no! week. Oh, oh, no! oh fuck! It's a dragon Jesus Christ! How do we start with fighting one dragon? Oh my god. I'm gonna need a flag. The Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. On a summer night, Douglas Wagg Jr. lay motionless across a strip of railroad tracks before being struck by an oncoming train. I'm investigative journalist Delia D'Ambra, and my investigation into exactly how Doug died took me into the depths of a bizarre mystery. It was really hard to understand what was fact and what wasn't. A mystery that has led me from one suspicious death to another. Listen to CounterClock now, wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? 
Well, we dove deep into the Empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale, it's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.